This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Now, please welcome your host, Nick Hancock. Morning. Hey, welcome to Podcast 44 from Your Harrogate, sponsored by Hacks, with me, Nick Hancock. And it's all about Rippon today. We've got a really good bit coming up in just a second at Rippon Community House with Suzanne, who's our special guest. And in fact, there's a video on our website if you want to see all the stuff that they're doing to support the local community in Ripon. Have a look at yourharrogate.co.uk. Also on our website, the Knaresborough Nativity that is going online on Christmas Eve. You can see about that and how you can win yourself a gift card to spend shopping in Harrogate. Keep in the spend local if you get a picture with the naughty elf that's going around town, who I saw at Betty's yesterday. So that would be a picture with an elf. That would be a selfie. See what they've done there. That's at yourharrogate.co.uk. So it's all going on. Oh, and also, if you're missing our Countdown to Christmas song, we've got it as a podcast on our website with Rudd Farlington Farm. But on with Tuesday's podcast. And here's Suzanne, our special guest from Ripon. Well, welcome to Ripon. Welcome to Ripon Community House. And I'm here with the Chief Exec of Ripon Community House, who's Suzanne. Suzanne, welcome to our podcast. Oh, thank you. It's nice to meet you. And it's lovely to be here. So we'll just describe where we are. So we're next to the Workhouse Museum. Yep. Uh, so Ripon Community House is literally right next door to the Workhouse Museum. Uh, previously, it was the uh, Workhouse Hospital many, many years ago um, and in 2012 um, a previous charity uh, raised money and uh, have made it into a community building which is what it is today. And this building has been a bit different pre-Covid where it was a real sort of hub of activity to what it is now doing a very important job now which we're going to come on to and talk about the great service that you're offering but just tell us a bit about before March if I'd have come to visit you on a weekday morning it would have been oh, crazy it, busy yeah crazy busy um especially on a Monday actually um so prior to this there would have been activities we have um office space which is rented out to other voluntary organizations so you would have had their staff in you'd have also had in the larger rooms in the building we would have had um activities um and we always said it was from kind of like cradle to grave so we had activities that were around children so there was weighing clinics music groups um, activities. Um, we also, kind of the other end of the spectrum, we had exercise classes, education classes, um, and for the more mature client, we had bridge club and, and things along those lines. So it was a very busy, vibrant building. Um, lots of people coming through the front door. Um, obviously, in March, that all changed. And that's obviously difficult to get used to the fact that you must have just because it's normal sort of hustle and bustle and people isn't it just yeah. just you know that lovely mix of young people and old people and I mean the bridge the bridge players I mean they're competitive mm. aren't they but it's oh, yeah. it's it's social it's a slice of life and Ripon's yeah. such a great community isn't it oh yeah I mean it's fantastic and it's um it was lovely it was a real buzz to the building it was very vibrant um and to see it now it kind of breaks your heart a little bit because we've gone from this busy vibrant hub and all parts of the community coming through it you know we there was no 
exclusion here because we've got fully accessible you know it, it meant the whole community could access the services here and to go from that to this um, on a very personal level I'm quite a chatty person and there's sometimes been just two of us in this building rattling around well, and it's been a long time hasn't mm. it now as well I mean it's been a long time March seems like a lifetime ago but but we get to Christmas and I don't know it makes you reflective doesn't it it is a reflective time and obviously a lot's happened this year mm. and I suppose it's shown us all how resilient we are yeah and it's shown I think on a really local level it's shown how strong our communities are um, in Ripon um, over the uh, harvest festival period um, two days we received half a ton of food and I can't explain I can't physically kind of show people what half a ton of food looks like but it was amazing and that was just in two days and that wasn't unique and there hasn't been a day from March where there hasn't been some sort of donation left um, by a, a member of the community and that for me is kind of that's the heartwarming thing about it when we've all been kind of forced apart actually we've come together in our you know different ways but you know we're still supporting the more vulnerable members of our community. And what, and what people might not know, if you live in Harrogate or Nesbrook, Ripon is 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 a very very it's a very local community. Everybody everybody it's that sort of it's, it's six degrees of separation, but everybody everybody <laughs> yeah. kind of knows everybody. But then yeah. also not only in the city centre, but you've got all of the villages are yeah. very very strong bonded communities and there are a lot of villages around here aren't there yeah i mean within you know the five mile you know kind of circumference around ripon there is an awful lot of villages um and a lot of them especially on a thursday you'll notice that they all come into the village so ripon's always drawn um you know people from the outside communities in um you know from the services of here so during the height of covid a lot of the services that we offered was you know things like prescription collections and shopping so we do them in ripon but with people will be going out to the villages um so actually it strengthened our bond with those villages around and about us um so it's been a it's been a a challenging time but also i think there's lots of positives to take out of it um you know the community spirit that's come out of it has been you know really you know something to behold really and it's an honor to kind of be this position to see it all to be honest um because i imagine not many people can see the uh, kind of the overarching view that we've had seen i think i mean i think and also it, it's really been been i think when you hear these stories i think certainly the national news apart probably from from captain tom really the mm. national news never really captured the community spirit in the same way as was actually happening i suppose that the the clapping on a thursday night was the closest we got on a national level to seeing but if you if you just read a national newspaper or watch the national news bulletins on tv you would miss the fact that one of the real positives of the pandemic was how people want to support other people who they live near yeah i mean you know, i suppose it's difficult the bigger you are but ripon um, geographically is quite small um so actually uh, and the villages as well i think everyone kind of just clubbed together um to all the villages around us had schemes but they also knew that they could come to us if they needed anything um and i think that's been the really lovely thing is that you know we've kind of cemented our communities and we've i must admit, i'm like everyone else probably know a few more of my neighbors than i did before partly down to the clapping but partly because actually everyone checked on everybody else and that was that was the nice thing and like you say it wasn't captured on a kind of national level but locally there's been some amazing things and some amazing people have just got on and done it for you know no kind of plaudits or anything like that just cracked on and saw that there was a need and just dealt with it um, and that's you know been a really kind of like I say it's a privilege to see these kind of things going on in your own community. It's really heartwarming so obviously at some point in the not too distant future you look forward to everything being back to how it was before and obviously with with vaccines and everything it's it's getting closer but in the meantime 
just where we stood here today and we haven't mentioned this yet but the reason really for my visit today was because there is an extraordinary thing going on here so you're, you're operating it's, it's a food bank essentially isn't it yes uh, it's a, so it's a food support we call it as opposed to a food bank partly to try and break down some of the stigma around people accessing um, help with food um, so we've this is what we've been doing predominantly for the past nine months um, is trying to make sure that everybody that needs it can access help with regards to food um, so we do that in a variety of ways um, we can provide food parcels but sometimes we can provide advice and guidance on where people can gain support sometimes we can arrange a volunteer shopper it could be that they're just not comfortable going to the shops um, so it's more than just a food parcel it's about helping people to help themselves to an extent so like I say it could be linking in with a volunteer it could be that you know you're pointing in the right direction of where they can access further funding themselves We've got a video on our website, which is a proper tour around here. And we really want to do that. It's a few minutes long, and we really wanted to do that because I really wanted you to actually be able to see the amount of food and supplies there are here because there is absolutely, it's far more than I was expecting when I came here this morning. So tell me about, first of all, tell me about the, the work that goes into that. So obviously you get a load of support from places like Morrison's and Booth's and you have volunteers, but also you'll get lots of donations from the public as well. Yep, so uh, it, that's a, there's lots of parts to it and you don't realise until you start undertaking it. So we have kind of collection points at all the local supermarkets markets um, and then we have an element of volunteers that go around and collect and bring those in also the supermarkets um, have given you know larger donations on a kind of more corporate level so that all needs bringing into the building it then all needs to get marked up which is another team of volunteers and then it needs to go onto a shelf um, and then following that it then gets packed into a bag um, I know it looks like we've got a lot but if I could try and it's, it's really difficult to try and explain how much has actually gone out as well um, so this is actually less than what it was at the peak um, you know we were kind of going through maybe I'd say sometimes up to 100 things will be going out in a week so actually it, it has tapered off a little bit but this is a, a small portion of what there was originally yeah, and 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 how this how this well you can explain for us how this actually works so, so so we've got and you'll see on the video on our website we've got several rooms which are it's a bit like going to the store cupboard of a, of a shop really i mean it is essentially <laughs> uh, and there's you know all all sorts of products all 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 um all compartmentalized but but how this actually goes out is in food i suppose you call it a package or a parcel wouldn't you to people yeah. to families so, and we try and encourage people to come in um usually just so they can a have a chat sometimes it can be quite isolating um you know so we encourage people to come in have a chat with us um for those that can't come in we will deliver so we have volunteers that will go out and deliver to the villages especially the transport links aren't so great so we will send volunteers out to them um and it, it, like I say, we're just constantly trying to keep it out. We don't really want to be storing it. I'd much rather it was in other people's cupboards and not in our building, if I'm brutally honest. And tell me about the kind of people that you support. Is there, was there like a typical kind of person or is it just very, very um, different? I would say people, people's perceptions, including my own, have been challenged over the last kind of nine months. It, COVID has cut across all sections of the community. Um, so it could be people that were potentially changing jobs at the beginning of the year, weren't able to get onto furlough used to donating to a food bank and are actually having to come and access food support so there is no set person it, you know there is not one size kind of I could say this is a typical it isn't like that not this time it's cut across like I say the whole of the community so you know there isn't a typical person um, I mean the one thing I would say is you know 
people are trying to muddle along on their own but there is this and as you'll see like you say on the video there is plenty of food you know we would much rather that people came to us and we could get it to them yeah that's a really important message i think mm. to get out from today isn't it that that help is out there for people oh yeah i mean there is absolutely um you know there's no part of you know the harrogate district that isn't covered by some sort of food support um service um i mean there's details on various websites but i would encourage people to reach out and to try and reach out before it gets to crisis point um it's much harder to deal with a crisis than it is to actually work with somebody prior to that happening um you know there's links between you know your health and well-being and food so you know the sooner we can start to address that and get it you know some food to you the much better it, it can be and if somebody's listening to this and and it is connecting with them now what what's the best thing for them to do um reach out it doesn't matter where you are in the Harrogate district just reach out there are plenty of services and there is no shame I think people have to bear in mind that this is cut across all sections of the community um and you know there is don't you know let your pride be the stumbling block at the end of the day you know just reach out there is plenty like I say of services out there and there's not one you know that would not reach out and help you um, you've just got to take that first step it's a challenge trying to reach people that um, wouldn't normally use these services um, you know there is a real stigma around it that's why we've called our services support as opposed to a food bank but again you know the across the Harrogate district there's lots of people doing very similar things and actually the name shouldn't put you off reaching out for help. And this is a completely unusual time for people in terms of how their families and themselves have been affected mm. because Covid and the businesses that have had to to not not be open and the services that have not been needed it's completely out of any individual's control isn't it? Yeah. And I think that's the one thing you know that no one's to blame for any of this it's a worldwide thing it's not a UK thing it's a worldwide thing the world changed in March um, and everybody's circumstances did to some extent and um, so it's that thing it's not that you failed in anything you know that's the worst kind of thing I think as well if you've been somebody who's donated who now needs to ask for help um, you know you've got to be kind of as good a receiver as you are giver um, so you know it's your time to have a bit of help but you know times you know things will get better um, you know the end is in sight in some respects you know we, we're going to kind of adjust and learn to live a new normal um, and I think that's the thing to take away that this isn't going to last forever it isn't a permanent situation you just come along get some help and you know get yourself in a better place so you can actually move forward and my goodness thank goodness we live in a society where those that can help other people who need a bit of help do that yeah I mean it's like I say on a really local level it, it never ceases to kind of amaze me that the, the generosity of people of businesses small and large it just it warms your heart I mean you can't stand here and not feel kind of a little bit warm at Christmas time when you see the rooms full of food and you know we're getting it out to people but yeah it's a really kind of nice feeling to see that you know we're in such a, a lucky position to be honest and making a huge huge difference well thank you so much for your time Suzanne I would really really like it if you watched the video because then you can see it all for yourself that's at yourharrogate.co.uk thank you we'll come back and see you in 2021 and have a good Christmas and you too Nick thank you very much if you get the chance to watch the video that we made at Ripon Community House there has been so much food donated from Morrison's and from Booth's and from Marks and Spencer in Ripon and from people who live in and around Ripon as well you can see all that at yourharrogate.co.uk and a big happy Christmas to Suzanne and all of the brilliant team and all the volunteers 
at Ripon Community House. Can't wait to have them on our podcast again next year. Back to this year. We've got some good stuff this week. Meals on Wheels on Christmas Day. For the first time ever, there's going to be Meals on Wheels going out around the Harrogate District on Christmas Day. We're going to hear all about that a bit later in the week. And also, tomorrow on the Your Harrogate podcast, we are talking New Year's resolutions and in fact there's going to be some new year's resolutions suggested for me tomorrow so look out for that thanks to our sponsors of this podcast hacks construction thank you for listening and i'll see you tomorrow have a lovely day